fundraisers. I'm Don Lego, and it's time once again to buckle up for a new episode of Raise Nation, the one and only podcast made to inspire fundraisers like you to continue making impact in our communities, building better tomorrows, and exchanging ideas. So whether you're a trailblazer or seasoned pro, you'll pick up the trends that transform your fundraising. And together, we'll dive into lively conversations and chat with industry-leading fundraisers and thought leaders to explore hot-button issues and innovative ideas. So stay with us for the next 30 minutes while we inspire you to embrace the future of fundraising. So let's get going. I am super pleased to welcome um, our guest today, Um, not only a friend, uh, a peer, but um, a also a philanthropist. And um, without further ado, um, Kim, Kim Huff, how are you? It's so great to be sharing this space with you right now. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. You know, for our audience, oh, my pleasure. I couldn't wait to get you on the show. Um, But for our audience, we have the pleasure of working together. And I also have the pleasure of watching you just build better tomorrows, because not only do you work at one cause, but you you live the why of one cause. You know, nine to five, you might be here at at one cause, but five Mm -hmm. to nine, you're doing some great things to build better tomorrows. And so many of us here really have that story. And so it was just so exciting for me to, you know, get you onto the show. But before we dive into, um, you know, what you're doing and strong heart and strong players, let's, let's let our audience get to know Kim Huff a little bit better. So could you just introduce yourself and then tell us a little bit about um, strong heart, strong players? Absolutely. Again, thank you for having me. So um, my name's Kim Hoff, and I live outside of um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, in a on a farm, little farm. Go Steelers! Um, yes, go Steelers! Go Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I um, am married, have four kids. Um, love my life (laughs) and love working for one cause. I started with one cause in 2017 as an event consultant and then also, uh, or I'm sorry, as an event manager and then became a consultant in 2019, I believe. Um, and just love being here and love that I can help other, um, organizations with their missions and raise their funds. And then, um, lo and behold, um, in just in um, August of this year of 2021, actually, um, I had the need to create my own foundation and do some fundraising for myself. And that's where Strong Heart, Strong Players um, came to be. So my brother-in-law, um, my sister's husband, uh, was a soccer coach and baseball coach for my nephews who were nine and 10 at the time. Um, it was beautiful August evening and um, they were just running some drills with the kids, just having fun. And my brother-in-law went into sudden cardiac arrest. Um, It took 20 minutes to revive him. Um, And had there been an AED there, he might have ended up surviving. What's an AED? An AED um, is a defibrillator, Um, you know, like the paddles that you put on the chest to get the heart working um, again. And what happened with my brother-in-law was... um, 
his heart started like racing. It was it was going at like over 200 um, beats per minute. And so it was moving so fast, it couldn't get blood flowing. And an AED or a defibrillator or um, is what like would put it back in the right rhythm. Um, and because they were at, at this outdoor soccer field facility, there wasn't any available. And by the time the paramedics got there and, you know, got to the field, got it on him and all that, it ended up being 20 minutes. And um, after a, a valiant fight in the hospital, he ended up passing away. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. My God, my God. yeah. OK, I have so many questions. Yeah. So many questions. Yes. Let me let, let's let me dial back just a little bit because yeah, we're peers it. here at One Cause. <laughs> and you said that you're a consultant. What yes. does a consultant do day to day at one cause? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm so, on the marketing team. I don't know anything. Right, right. So um, <laughs> consultants, we um, have uh, set a clients and we have calls with them leading up to their events. And really our goal is to help them maximize their investment with one cause and use our software to help them raise more funds at their events, whether wow. they're, you know, galas or virtual events now, or, you know, what Whatever they, um, whatever fundraising effort they're planning, we help them um, implement the software and raise more funds. Got it. okay. So you know we share a lot of similarities, um, mm-hmm. and I'm so honored to call you a friend um, in in my you know um, five to nine life. Yeah, um, <laughs> I run a nonprofit as well, and I often wonder, you know how I, how I got here, you know, like when, when little did I know when, when I first interviewed for one cause, you know, 11 years ago, that my life was going to take me to managing my own, uh, five, one, so three, which is not my own. It's my daughter, Alyssa's and most people know Alyssa at this point. So Mm -hmm. I help, I help Alyssa, but, you know, back in the day, I, I, I had no idea. And, um, I don't know how, how has that impacted you? Um, because it, it is a, a special culture here mm-hmm. at one cause, right? We are very, we live our why, right. And Absolutely. we, we volunteer, we're in the community. We're passionate about helping fearless fundraisers do more, be more, mm-hmm. um, that's your role specifically here, um, which is so important helping, um, uh, one cause customers optimize their software to, does it make sense to you? I mean, I don't know if you believe in everything happens to a reason, but does it kind of make sense to you? Like, hey, I see where where my destiny was going with with these two worlds colliding. Has I, that ever impacted you? Absolutely. Um, so it, it, it's so funny you mentioned that too, because um, my my brother and I were were. Um, my sister's support system when she was going through all of this. And um, my, I actually started my career like out of college in sales for a large corporation where, um, and, and I always did struggle with that a little bit because I was like, well, really all I'm doing is lining people's pockets. I'm not really doing anything good for the world. And I ended up leaving um, the corporate world in, in that sense. And um, I was a stay-at-home mom for a while. And I volunteered at my um, kids' school. I was actually a gala chair um, uh, myself, and, okay. <laughs> and so no stranger to fundraising. Right, did lots of volunteering and lots of fundraising for um, my kids' Catholic school, and so. And then my brother ended up 
shifting gears a little bit as well. And he ended up becoming a pastor. Um, and so, you know, we have this fundraiser and this pastor who are my sister's support system during this. And it was, it was just really um, crazy because, you know, those were, you know, exactly what she needed at that point to, to um, help her. So, yeah. wow. Yeah. I, Cause my, I have a similar story, how the stars just look, mm-hmm. were aligned. And when I look back, I'm like, Oh, it just made sense. Right. My right. life, my life makes sense now. Exactly. Um, but okay. So let's go back to the tragic day. I didn't mean to make light of it, but oh, no, you're no. all on the soccer, you're all on the soccer field. Mm-hmm. Your mm-hmm. nephews are how old? They, uh, at the time they were nine and 10. One's had a birthday since, so they're now nine and 11, but okay. um, yeah. And this is happening in front of their eyes. And, and well, in their eyes and in an entire um, whole team, it was a, uh, it was a, 12U team. Um, and the way the facility is set up, there was actually four fields right there. Um, and so everybody ended up seeing it. Four teams ended up seeing it. So the whole oh. community, yeah, you know, so um, I can't it really affected the, the whole community, you know, to the point they brought in extra counselors to the school because it was just a few days before school started too. Yeah. So um, oh, yeah, yeah. It so, was crazy. Now, uh, this is your brother-in-law. Uh-huh. I assume that you know, he has young kids and he's, Mm -hmm. he's a soccer coach, Mm -hmm. um, that he was in some form of stamina, good shape, you know, taking care of himself. So this was just, uh, an out of the blue. Yes. Um, and, and really the, the difference of a defibrillator Mm -hmm. arriving 20 minutes early would have made the difference. Absolutely. Oh, good Lord. Right. Okay. So, so that was a rough time. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine mm-hmm. um, my sympathies to you, you, your family, your sister-in-law, especially your, you know, your nephews. Mm-hmm. So, but something, I guess there's a silver lining someplace yes. in there. And that is the um, strong hearts, strong players. Where did that idea come in? When, when did that start? Yeah. So we were, I'll never forget. We were, you know, holding vigil in the waiting room at the hospital. And and of course this was during COVID and um, they were limiting the number of people that could be in the waiting room. So we just found ways to get around (laughs) around the system because, you know, when a young person like this, so many people just want to be there and and support and, and um, because he was, he was only 44 years old. So um, So young. uh, Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. And so, um, you know, we were just sitting there talking and when we, you know, you, you get pieces of information, you don't get it all, you know, all at once, you know, as to diagnosis and outlook and all of that. And when we got that news that, um, you know, what it was and we started researching and we realized that a defibrillator would have made the difference. We were all mad. We're like, why isn't yeah. there one there? Like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, th- this is crazy that this is, this is, ha- this happened that it, and it didn't have to happen. And so, 
we're like, well, let's raise money for to and get a defibrillator there. And at this for point, the school no, or for what? For, what well, was so? Who would way, you be getting the defibrillator for? Right. Um. So really, what the where they what the um because these are for like outside facilities that aren't attached to a building. Got and it. So a lot of them have like a concession stand or a um a, a maintenance locker or something like that. So you know wherever their first aid kit is and all of that, there should be a defibrillator there as well. And at this point, we had no idea how much they cost or anything like that. And we're like, let's let's, let's just get one. Let's get, get one. one. So this doesn't happen again. And, you know, almost instantly we had the money for for the one there. All right. I have and, to ask, how much yes. does a defibrillator cost? Um, well, the whole setup and everything, um, because you want to get it like a cabinet to put it in and all. And um, through my charity, I was able to get the whole setup for like fifteen hundred dollars. Okay. All right. Yeah. I thought you were yeah. gonna. I know you thought I, mean, I was gonna cheap, say like fifteen thousand, yeah, right? Though. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Right. Well, so now I'm even more mad, right? I know, like exactly. now I'm even because it's fifteen hundred dollars, right? right? Like I, I wasn't sure what you were going to say. I didn't know if we were in the tens of thousands. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, first there's anger, but then there's layers of anger yes. because for fifteen hundred dollars, right? Uh, now, well, how many? Fi- no. So, what kind of field is this? Is this mm-hmm. owned by the? Park system by the exactly. county, yep. by the school, by the who owns this? By the park system. No, and I know no disrespect to the park system. Absolutely. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting any shade yeah. on the park system. Right. Um, I don't know, maybe this is education, but do you know how many um athletic fields have or don't have defibrillators? Is it a law? Is it a requirement? Is it a recommendation? Like I'm a little aghast right now. Yeah, right. So um and, and there's it, there's differences between states. Um, it's usually more a state law. And okay. um, so for Pennsylvania, like the schools have to have them. So if your um, field is like at a school, um, the school likely has one, but it's also likely in locked inside the nurse's office. So if right. you're playing a game in the evening or whatever, it's not um, available to you. Um, and some fields might have like um, where an ambulance will be on site during the game. Like that's common um, in Pennsylvania here, at least in my area. Friday night football games, yep. there's always an ambulance there. And so they would have one inside that ambulance. But again, this was just a, a Thursday night practice. Yeah. Um, and so the most of the like soccer fields and baseball fields and stuff like that, they're all like the organizations, the clubs, and they play on like county parks and, and places like that. And there are no laws to have them there. Um, and so Mm -hmm. that is, um, our, our goal is to get one. Well, we, we started at first just to get one at that soccer field. And like I said, it, it, we got the money almost instantly for that one. So we were like, well, let's get it at all the fields in Freeport. That's the, the city that they lived in. Well, we ended up working with the, um, the local paramedics and everything because they were they were just devastated by this too they you know they they know what happened they responded and so they um are a were able to get um donations there and so all of his hometown will have them and we were like well 
let's keep going. Right. So let's keep going and let's get them everywhere that, you know, like within our conference. So all the fields that are played at, let's get defibrillators at each of those. So um, by using the one cause software and fundraising, we've able to um, have secured 13 defibrillators. Wow. So you have, wow. Yes. That that, wait, did you say August of 2021? Yes. Yes. So we're only months in and you've, you've placed 13 defibrillators. Yes. Well, they're on order. They're not placed yet. Okay. All <laughs> National right. National so supply chain issues. Yeah, but, uh, I know. We have a little time because, you know, there's no, nothing going on outside here in Pennsylvania right now. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah. so, but then you had to raise money to acquire the one cause software. So it's not just getting the defibrillators. How did, how did you, how were you able to get the um, software? Well, I actually um, was gifted the software um, through the company. Um, I actually had met our CEO, Steve Johns, at an event um, many years ago. And I was like, we're fearless fundraisers. Fearless wait, wait, fundra- Steve Johns, you met in Pennsylvania? Um, in Michigan at an event. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yes. Because he lives uh, in Indiana. Right, right. Okay. I was event man. Gene and he was there in an event because it was his um, good friend's event. Uh, and uh, okay. so I met him there and I was like, you know what? We are fearless fundraisers and fearless fundraisers go after what they need. So I emailed my CEO and I said, can I have the software, please? He, and said, he said, absolutely. Whatever you need. <laughs> so good um, for you. Yes. That's wonderful. But we do have a benefit program here, right? Absolutely. Yes. And I yep. actually didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe yeah. I've forgotten about it or, you know, whatever. Um, you know, my so mind each, was a little yeah. twirling right now. Well, then. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so each um, um, full-time employee at mm-hmm. One Cause can gift or sponsor a nonprofit organization um, for a 12-month subscription yes. um, in our Kickstart Your Cause. Um, mm-hmm. So we really do live our why, right? Yes, in, in, in multiple ways. Yes. Okay. So now you have the software and that. So what did you do to fundraise? Like, yep. So you're mourning, you know, mm-hmm. the death of your mm-hmm. brother-in-law yeah. and you're, you're, you're immediately inspired to mm-hmm. move into a mission to keep going and install as many defibrillators as you can into many fields as you can. Mm-hmm. So very quickly you do 13, but fortunately for you, you have some fundraising experience between the gala chair and, yes. you know, working at one cause, mm-hmm. but what did you do specifically? Like, how did you, what, what, what was the campaign? Yep. Yep. So what we um, did was um, honestly, initially I just um, created a giving center and I sent it out and I just asked for money. I just simply asked for money. And there was just such an overwhelming response. Um, There was a couple people who just donated outright the amount needed to get one. Um, And so, you know, it was, it was just 
asking. Um, and then but the software not, made it easy, I guess, uh, right? Because if you're right. asking and you're just mm-hmm. talking to somebody and there's yep. not a mechanism, yep. Yep. right? You know, but you that made it easier, right? Right. I like listen. Right. This is the story. This is what's going on. This is why I need your help. And mm-hmm. and here's the here's the portal to make it easy. Is that exactly exactly? And then um, the my sister's town um, just supported her amazingly. They they just turned out in groves to support her, and they ended up doing a fall festival for her um, to help raise money for like the. Um, funeral and that kind of stuff. And so it was, I didn't even think of that. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it was also covered in the paper um, and the local newspaper. So we got, um, so I was set up there as well. And um, so people donated, um, you know, to, to her, but also to the, to the cause. And then, um, like I said, it was also in the newspaper. So people were just, again, because the software is so easy, just hitting the website and making donations that way. Wow. So you're not really even a year into mm-hmm. this mission no. No. Um, and you're already demonstrating amazing impact. So congratulations thank and thank you. you for what you're doing. You. Um, you know, hope. Hopefully the, the defibrillators will never need to be used, but if they're in a situation, hopefully they're saving lives. So thank you for yes. everything that you're yes. doing, but what's the plan? What's the future? Where do you, what, what, what's your dream with um, yeah. the mission? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So my dream, well, you know, first and foremost, I I did it for my sister and for my nephews um, that they would realize that that there was some good that came out of out of you know their dad and husband's passing um and that my my brother-in-law he 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 coached everything he gave back so much to his community so i just wanted them to know that he was going to continue to give back in some way um and that you know like you said hopefully they're never used but if they are because he gave his life someone else is going to be saved so um so that was you know my why and 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 i always keep that in my in my um the back of my mind every day when I feel tired and I don't want to do anything more. <laughs> yeah. And I think, okay, I've done enough. I'm going to take a break, but no, I got to keep going. Right. Um, and so, you know, my, my goal is to get them everywhere in our conference. Um, and then, so how many would that mean if, if it was you know, everywhere? Honestly, I'm not even sure. Probably okay. about 40 is my wow. guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so, and then, you know, potentially move outside of our conference and into the next one. Um, And, you know, just to keep going and just to keep getting them everywhere. And also just to get the message spread that if you're listening from Alaska or California or anywhere, talk to the um, president of your organization and ask, is there a defibrillator in our concession stand or in our maintenance closet? Can we get access to it? Not only at games, but also at practices. And if not, contact me. I can help um, get you one and help you um, create a fundraiser specific for yours because I have this amazing software that allows me to do that. Wait, um, wait. Am I hearing this right, Kim? You're, you're actually saying that if there's somebody tuning in from Florida right now and mm-hmm. they're 
daughter or son is playing soccer and they're hearing this and they're at the soccer field and they decide to mosey on over and find out if there's a defibrillator. They find out that there's not, that you're welcoming them to call you and say, hey, I you, am. Know you I are. Am. I am. Yes, we are. Oh, that I just passionate. got chills, Kim. We are I that probably... passionate about this cause. Yes. So how does someone get? How, how do we get in touch? Um, and 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 you became a five hundred one c three. Is that right? Like, that is correct. Yes. Yeah. So. Wow. Um, yep. Absolutely. So how yep. do you get in touch with strong heart, strong players? Uh, honestly, the easiest way is just to email me directly, um, and it's k h a u g h at onecause.com. So, ah. yeah, yeah right. so where'd the name one. come from? I mean, I, I think I get it, right? So, right, right. Yeah, um, it who, was, who, who came up with the name? Um, my sister-in-law and I were again sitting in that that ICU waiting room, and we we decided we were going to do this. Wait, and, wait this all happened in the waiting room that day. Yes. Yes. Well, it was somewhere. He was in the hospital for like 12 days. So somewhere in those 12 days, we came up with this idea and we named it and I got the ball rolling. <laughs> You're a go-getter. I yes. mean, wow. And we, we always talk about our customers as fearless fundraisers, but I think you're the poster child for a fearless fundraiser. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think How are your nephews? Are they involved in any way? Do they understand or do they, they do helping in any way? They do. It was actually really cute because I gave my entire family a strong heart, strong players, um, like the logo on a shirt um, for Christmas. And this past, oh my God, just yes, like a couple yeah, weeks ago. Yeah, okay. yeah, exactly. You know, as well as other gifts, but that was one of their gifts. Um, and, uh, uh, my nephews, um, the the littler one, he's he's having a little bit of a, a tougher time with everything, and he just looked at me and he he just you know did a head tilt and got a smile and he immediately put it on. So they get it, you know, they oh, get it. Can we give them um, a shout out? What are their absolutely. names? Absolutely, Bo Wells and Brody Wells. They live in Sarver, Pennsylvania. Ah, do you get to see them often? I do. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I do. good. You sound like yeah. a tight knit family. We are. We are. Yeah. And is yeah. everybody involved? Is everybody involved in the nonprofit? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, just, we're, you know, we're still trying to find our way because we are relatively new. And I'll and, say, <laughs> um, yeah. And February's Heart Health Month. And so we're really, you know, kicking around some ideas to, to try to propel it. Um, and it's such a great time, too, because in Pennsylvania, like March, April is when the fields start opening up again and, you know, kids will be on them. So we want to have as many defibrillators at those fields as we can when things, you know, start rolling again. So what's the process? Like, so you, you said that their order supply yep. chain is messing things up a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Um, a supply yeah. chain is messing. I, I had to pay $14.99 for milk the other day because I couldn't find milk. Oh my gosh. So I finally door dashed it. I'm so embarrassed to say. I love oh, you, DoorDash. Don't get, I mean, right, DoorDash is right, listening. I mean, yeah. I'm a big DoorDash fan, but it was the only way I can find milk and, you know, with all the fees involved. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. But so, so yeah, I get the supply chains and some things. Yes. But yeah. so are any installed yet or any? in or One, one so one. far. Okay. <laughs> yes. But, but again, the impact is amazing yes. that yes. you have 13 yes. covered and just, you know, yes. waiting. So yes. one is installed at the fields. I, mm -hmm. I guess. Yeah. Yes. Um, so what's the process? So you order them. Mm -hmm. um, is, is your vendor working with you? Or They yeah. are. Yes. Yeah. I was right. actually, um, Zoll is our vendor and great shout out to Zoll um, because they have a great program for nonprofits um, and they, um, 
give deep discounting for nonprofits and for this, um, you know, they were wonderful backing this cause and everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. So you order them, mm-hmm. you deal with the supply chain, you get them, they, 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 and that who, who, what happens from there once, yep. they, once they arrive? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, not only is it having it there, the point is also so that the coaches and everybody know how to use it. Use it, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I have been working with the local fire departments and they are going to provide training um, at like the coaches meetings. So um, again, in Pennsylvania, when um, the teams get like, we have signups and then once they see everybody who's signed up all the coaches get together and they pick their teams so um at that um coaches meeting we're going to do a training session um in conjunction with the uh, local fire department on how to use the defibrillator as well so do you know how to use a defibrillator i do i do Kim, i am you don't you do I do um we i did take oh, next um, company meeting i'm sitting next to you god forbid something <laughs> happens i know yes, i I have taken CPR training twice, um, and this is Ed. So if you are CPR trained, um, a lot of them are um, include defibrillators, but they don't always. But um, so I do know how to use it. But there's also um, varying. Um, there's different kinds of defibrillators as well. And I got ones that are called fully automated. So basically, all you have to do is open up the case and the machine starts talking to you and telling you what to do. No, because, really? Yeah, because of course you're panicked, right? You don't know what to do and you don't want to hurt the person. You don't want to cause and make things worse. So the machine starts talking to you, you know, first thing, call 911. And then um, you put the pads on and it detects detects the heart rate and it detects if the person actually needs to be shocked and then it'll tell you press this button or not to press the button or you know whatever so um you know it's it's i always tell people you're going to do more harm by not putting it on the person than by putting it on because the machine's going to tell you what to do so just get it out the most that you're going to do is waste the pads that you put on the person's chest no big deal they're like $13, (laughs) you know, so. So um, why do you think it is? Well, I mean, we're also, do my kids have the coolest sneakers and are are the uniforms clean and, you know, water bottles, don't forget your, and I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with any of that, right? I I, I, here, I have my water bottle right here all the time, right? Uh, Stay hydrated. But why do you think it's just, I mean, you're telling me how easy to use. You have a defibrillator that talks to you, right? Yep. yep. Um, it's not horribly expensive. I mean, no. if there's if there's you know any type of um, you know registration or club fee, we'll just tack on five dollars exactly. or you know right. per family, right? Who right. wouldn't want that? Because you never know when yep. it's going to be your loved one. Yep. Why do you think it is, Kim? Why why is it such a gross oversight that? athletic fields of all places where you mm-hmm. see, you know, sports induced asthma and you see yep. injury, right? There's probably first aid kits. There's probably, you know, ankle wraps. There's probably, mm-hmm. why do you think this is? I, I, honestly, I think it's, it's fear of the unknown. You know, I think, really, I, I do. I think it was, you know, people, um, thought they were cost prohibitive. I think people thought that, well, I don't know how to use it anyway. I'd be scared to use it. Um, and so I, 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 you know, 
I personally think that's why. And I think people don't realize, you know, they, they think, well, we'll just call an ambulance, which is, which is, yeah, great. But it takes um, three to seven minutes for an ambulance to arrive to, you know, any accident site. Um, And that's assuming you've given them the right address and the right location and everything. And after a brain has stopped receiving oxygen within five minutes, it's, um, it's, becoming, um, it's killing parts of the brain. So, um, you know, you can do the math. Um, it, it doesn't take long for someone to, because of a cardiac incident to have, you know, brain death basically. Yeah. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. You know what? I think there, there's so much that I love about, you know, what you're doing, the fact that you just took charge and, and your trail, I mean, and, and you're doing amazing. I mean, we're Thank talking you. your months in and you, you've already demonstrated, you know, 13, you know, successes as soon as the supply chain, you know, yes, cooperates yes. with you, <laughs> right. but, but you're also creating awareness. Yes. Anybody listening out there, especially that has children and, you know, bring, you know, podcasts today or listened, you know, uh, Saturday morning over coffee, you know, while you're working out. So maybe somebody right now is driving, you know, to the soccer field and to the football field. How many people are we impacting right now to actually, I would have never thought about it. My, my daughter played soccer for half a season. Anybody who knows Alyssa knows soccer wasn't really her thing, but, um, I would have never thought of that, you know? Um, so I love the fact that you're educating, um, people and, and you're creating awareness, which seems like part of the mission for, um, the foundation. Um, so good for you. Thank you. So that's just amazing. I'm so proud of you too. Thank Um, you. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is, um, really exciting. I'm so sorry though, that it came out of, you know, something that wasn't, uh, that was, you know, very traumatic and I do wish, you know, all the best. Thank you. Um, so any big shout outs, anyone that you, that, you know, has been extremely either generous or helpful or supportive that, um, I think we we've actually been chatting for 30 minutes. Can you believe it? Um, wow. But, uh, it goes by, it goes by so fast, but yes. I want to give you the opportunity, any shout uh-huh. outs for anyone that you think, um, deserves a little recognition. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely want to give a shout out to, um, Christopher Salon. Um, they donated, Hi, Christopher. They were, yes, uh-huh. they were a, um, they were the first ones to, um, do a direct donation of, of one. So yes, thank you to them. Um, and now, like I said, that we have the 501c3 we actually just received it like right at the end of um of 2021 right um in uh december so we are looking to partner with some of our local health systems and everything so um i i I think there's going to be a lot a lot of good coming here in 2022 yeah well you're moving so quickly i just can't imagine if this is what you've done during morning in just a couple (laughs) months yeah we're gonna have to have you back on the show and you have to give us an update i would love to um so special well fearless fundraisers that's about all we have time for today thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed today's raise nation topic and your daily dose of fundraising inspiration if kim wasn't inspiring. I don't know what, what would be tune in for the next episode release every Thursday, 1230 PM Eastern time. That's Thursdays, 1230 PM 
Eastern time. But in the meantime, be sure to listen to all the episodes on Raise Nation Radio. Follow the channel that you like best so that you can get the notifications about all our new guests and visit onecause.com for our brand new web pages that ha- feature all of our episodes. Fundraisers are doing amazing things, as we just heard, and they're building better tomorrows for our communities. The stories are awe-inspiring. You won't want to miss a single episode. I would like to thank our sponsor, One Cause, for making this episode possible. One Cause is driving the future of fundraising with easy-to-use software solutions that help nonprofits connect with their donors. Be sure to check them out at onecause.com and visit the resource tab on their homepage for a broad catalog of eBooks, webinars, and blogs that hopefully you'll find very helpful. A a huge shout out and thanks to my guest, Kim Huff, for sharing her expert and authentic voice. Kim, thank you so much for being with us today. I enjoyed our conversation. Any last words of inspiration? Oh, thank you very much for having me. And everyone, please, if you're listening to this, check at your fields and see if there's an AED. And if there's not, contact me and we'll get something going. <laughs> well, there's always always a fundraiser. I, I, I would have predicted that that was going to be uh, your last inspiring words. Um, well, thank you again so much. Um for all of our audience, that's all we have time for. So that's a wrap. Until next time, I'm Don Lego, and this is Raise Nation Radio. Stay fearless out there. <laughs>